Hello everyone and welcome. This is Sunday Scripture. Uh, it is the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our readings today come from the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Paul's letter to the Hebrews, and we are still in the Gospel of Mark. So I, I like this scene in Deuteronomy. I almost imagine like Moses standing uh, amongst the people and just starting like shaking his finger, yelling at him, like, fear the Lord! Um, Know that he is your God and that he is good and you put no things before God and God needs to be the most important thing in your life. Once you recognize that God is the most important thing in your life, uh, this is when we talk about entering into the promised land, the land of, I, I believe he calls it milk and honey. Um, and the whole idea is put God first before all things. And we know throughout all of what's happening in Genesis and Exodus uh, and Deuteronomy is that the, the Israelites go from the point of Adam and Eve, everything's great, everything falls apart because of our decisions. And then you have the exodus from, that, that first exodus out of Eden into this f familial concept of Cain and Abel and them, and then we mess up again. And then there's Noah in the ark and we mess up again. So we have this pattern. And Moses sees this, he recognizes it. He, he helps lead them out of um, Egypt and out of slavery. And then they can't last um, 40 years in the desert before they mess up multiple times. They're looking at false gods. And so here is he standing there. He says, you should fear the Lord. And it's not the kind of fear of, um, you know, God wants you to be scared of him. It's I want you to respect and recognize who I am and what I've done. And the fact that if I can create the entire world, I can destroy everything as well. But it's not what I want. It's because I love you, right? Like if uh, I think of like the phrase that moms use sometimes, <laughs> of like with the frustration with the kids of like I brought you into this world, I can take you out of it. And of course, like it's the most loving threat there is is like because no mom who is going to talk about the creative creation and bringing of her child into the world would ever harm her child in that kind of way. Um, and so God, is, it's almost like Moses is trying to get them to recognize the same thing. It's like, he brought us into this world. He created this for us. If we keep messing it up, he's going to take it away. Um, and so it's really this emphasis of like, stop doing this. Love God because God loved you first. Like this is so important and it's so much a part of what we need to understand if we're going to enter into the promised land. Um, so I, I really like this scene. And that, of course, ties directly into the gospel, right? So we have the scribe that kind of challenges Jesus. And, and I, I really like the idea that, um, historically speaking in, in Scripture, when we look at scenes like this, the idea of a high priest, um, which we'll talk about in Paul's letter to the Hebrews, uh, is somebody with this authority, with teaching authority. And so each of the high priests usually had some school of thought that goes with whatever that might be. And so if it is that, um, you know, the most important thing that a man is to know is the scripture, the, the, the Torah. Um, learn the Tanakh, whatever it might be, right? Their thing. So they ask Jesus, what's yours? What is, what is your thing? And, and Jesus quotes back to Moses, love your God above all things. And he says all of this. And then he takes it a step further and he goes, and the second is like this, love your neighbor. And I love this because one was all you get, but Jesus is like, no, there's two. And here's the thing. And I'm going to give you the, the entire summary of these 10 commandments right here and right now. Love God, love your neighbor. 
those are the two most important things. And I, I think that's it's a it's a beautiful scene. And I also love that he. This is one of the few places that I remember in scripture that he says this, and he immediately recognizes that they understand it, and he says the kingdom of God is close at hand. And then there were no more questions. Right. Everybody's just like, okay, this is it. And I, I think it was, uh, I believe it was Pope Francis when he was um, elected Pope. He comes out onto the balcony and instead of just blessing the people, he asks for their prayers. And he says, will you please pray for me? And then he prays for them. And then he says, all of the Christian faith is as simple as love your neighbor. It is easy to say is very hard to do but that's the entirety of what we believe um and i i think that once we understand that and and really understand what it means to love your neighbor that it is easy um and that we do understand and then there are no more questions because it's as simple as love your neighbor absolutely and i think it's something worth noticing too people always not sometimes people will point out like some of the ten commandments most of them are you know Thou shalt not. Like he, right. here's what not to do, um, and yet, in the summary that Moses gives, and and even better, the one that Jesus gives says, here's what you should do. Here's what yeah. you must do. I mean, it's it's more of a yes than a no, really, when you look at it all. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really cool. And I think that um, the importance of the fact that, um, like Jesus knew this. He he knew the scriptures. He knew. Not only was he, you know, he's God. He was there, but also he, as a as a person, as a, a human, um, as a Jewish person, he, he knew the scriptures, um, and it's really cool that he's able to so perfectly, you know, combine not only what God knows, but what what he's already revealed to man uh, in that way, that he's able to say, yeah, this is exactly what's ha- been happening, um, and I, I I think you said as well, it's this is one of the moments. There's a lot of times in Scripture in the Gospels where the people will challenge Jesus, or the scribes and the Pharisees will say, "Well, what do you think about this?" And he'll he'll give them some answer, and they're like, ah, "Dang it, like he's <laughs> he's right," and they go away mad. But um, but this is one where the, the scribe asks him. It's, it's more of like a genuine question, like, "Okay, yeah. so what what do you think?" And he says, "So," and he says, "Okay, yeah, that's 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 a great answer." Jesus is like, "Yeah." And then hey. it's, just, it's such a like a wholesome moment of like I have a friend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody leaves mad. Like, yeah. Yeah. But um, but like you said, it's easier said than done in terms yeah. of like what that actually entails. Yeah, and I think it's important that when we look at the Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments with the idea of like the Thou shall not were never meant to be um, strict, right? Like we people have this understanding that it's like the the faith is so restrictive. You know, the idea was uh, people need boundaries. And that's okay. And the more important something is, the more rules there has to be around that thing because you care about it, right? If it's, you know, uh, something that, that is not of great value to you, the rules go out the window and they're not important. But when it's something that is of great value, there are different rules because you want to protect that. You want to, to make sure that that is um, preserved in, in the way that... Uh, your love for that thing becomes very important. Um, you know, I, I think of like some sports or like some games, like some games, the rules are very simple and it's like, this is the only rule and it doesn't matter. But then you have games like baseball, which is, you know, like America's pastime. It's got a million rules with a million unwritten rules and it's not because people don't love baseball, it's because they treasure baseball. So it's something that's very valued and important. And I know it's nothing compared to like a person. Um, and 
and the love that God has for us. And so those boundaries that are, are put there are the same as like boundaries that parents have with their kids. Um, and you, you build those things because of the love and trust that you have for them. And I think that is probably a very easy segue into like what Paul is talking about with in the letter of Hebrews. Um, that we have this high priest and because we have this high priest, this is what we are allowed to do and what we are allotted and what our faith looks like now because there was somebody who understood what it meant to be fully human and fully divine. And that's Jesus, right. that high priest. So. Yeah. And I think it's cool, just the, the continuation of what was being said in the second reading from last week, and I think even the week before, just the idea that like, you know, God gave us this whole structure through Moses and, yeah. and through Aaron and through the, the law of how we ought to offer sacrifice and how the people ought to pray um, and that there was, it was still lacking in a certain sense. It was something that had to happen every day. Uh, the high priest still had to offer sacrifices, not just for the people, but for himself. Um, and just coming back to that idea in this week of like, yeah, Jesus is the fulfillment. Like everything that that was pointing towards, even if we've lost sight of it, like this was all pointing towards something and it's, it's him. Yeah. It was all like a, a shadow of what he really is. Um, yeah. But using that imagery to describe kind of the other way around too is very, very cool. Right. Like, yeah, the idea, like when we go back to what we were talking about of the ups and downs, you know, Jesus was brought into the, the world in a very humble way where we were at a very low point and was trying to lift us to a place where we would have eternal salvation. We wouldn't have to worry about that next dip, that, that death, right? So, um, yeah, with, with all of that, I, I think the challenge that we, we should present for the week is to find uh, someone who maybe you have struggled with to love and show them love in some sort of way. Um, you know, love in the, the Catholic faith, the capital T truth of the word love, uh, is to will the good of the other for the sake of the other. Um, we get caught up sometimes in the romantic uh, sense of love and the idea that everybody has to feel good all the time, and that's the only way we show people love. Um, you know, so you, you get into, we, we've talked before about the Greek of um, eros and philios and storgi, which are different kinds of love, romantic love and friendly love and like, I love pizza love. Um, but what we're talking about, uh, when we talk about the love of God and loving one another as I have loved you, as Jesus has loved you, is that agape kind of love, that unending love uh, that truly seeks what is best for the other person for the sake of that person's soul. Uh, for the sake of that person's salvation, for the sake of that person to enter into the kingdom of heaven, the way that Jesus is talking about uh, with the scribes, so that they fully understand that. Um, and so that means that, you know, sometimes the way that we love people is to be honest with them in ways that maybe they're struggling. Um, and so for, for all of us that are watching, and for us included, of course, the challenge is for this week to um, find those people that maybe don't feel loved, find your neighbor who do, maybe doesn't feel loved or maybe in some way we've mistreated uh, and find a way to show them love, um, you know, and, and I think the easiest way to do that is pray for them, pray with them, you know, it, it would be, I think it would go a long way to sit with a person and just say, I'm going to sit with you and just pray with you. Let's go get a cup of coffee and pray together. Um, so that's our challenge for the week. Yeah, absolutely. And like, like you said, it's easier said than done. Oh, um, for sure. But as with most things of this sort, but it's, it's worth doing. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, from all of us here at All Saints, thank you so much for watching. Uh, hopefully you can join us next week. We're getting really close to the end of ordinary time and into the Advent season. Uh, so we've got our last few weeks here. 
uh, before we get to Christ the King Sunday at the end of November, and then we go right into Advent. So uh, be sure to keep watching. Thank you so much for all of your support. Please know that we are praying for you and ask that you continue to pray for us as well. God bless.